There are certain research projects that I always find fascinating. You read about them, maybe you see them in a paper somewhere. This was one of them that really caught my eye. A team of scientists in Birmingham in the UK set out to find out just how clean or not clean the interior of the average vehicle is. And what they found was, well, well, let's call it surprising, maybe a little off-putting. Joining me now from Birmingham is Dr. Jonathan Cox. He's a senior lecturer with Aston's University's or Aston University's School of Biosciences. He was lead on this study and he joins me now. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, these are always curious, curious studies, especially the results, but how, what were you looking to find? Like what was the hypothesis when you set off to, uh, to do this? So the purpose of this study was to really see what types of bacteria we find in our car and where in our car we find the highest levels of bacteria. Um, and it, we also looked in the study to see um, with respect to the age of the car, whether or not the amount of bacteria you find increases as a car gets older. So this was a piece of work that was done in collaboration with Aston University in the UK um, and uh, a company called Scrap Car Comparison. So it was a real interest story to look to see whereabouts bacteria are within our domestic vehicles. And the results were really fascinating. We found that in the boot of our car, in, in all of the cars that we sampled, we found high levels of Enterobacteriaceae. So for, for, you know, for those of you at home, that is the, the bacteria we would normally expect to find in our gut. These are gut bacteria, otherwise known as fecal coliforms. Right. And really, we kind of want those bacteria to be in our gut and not over the back of the car. So, um, and and perhaps you know, in the in the past, you would think, oh well, that doesn't really matter, does it? If you've got some fecal coliforms in the boot of the car, that's where my my you know my animals travel in the car, and you know where where I where I pack it. But these days, with the reduction of carrier bags with you know supermarket bags uh, grocery store bags we we are having loose fruit and veg in the back of our car far more frequently which we then take into our house and we eat it so i think a little bit more awareness of where the the, the bacteria are in our car the bacteria in the boot there i think that is something that that people need to be aware of and give a little bit of thought to we also found very high levels of fecal coliforms on the driver's seat in most of the vehicles that we tested. And so, you know, obviously there's a consideration there for the next time you go for a drive through dinner or, you know, you're, you're stuck in traffic and, and eating, a, eating a sandwich. You probably want to just bear in mind the fact that there are more bacteria uh, on your driver's seat than there are on the average toilet seat. And yet, you know, if you dropped a crisp on the toilet seat, you bet you wouldn't pick it up and eat it. But, you know, if you're if you're in the car stuck in traffic, invariably we've all done that. So that certainly is is a point to really think about. <laughs> Will certainly get me thinking about uh, how I use my vehicle in the future. For my, Canadian, um, they, for, my, for my Canadian listeners, sorry, I just please. want to, they, they'll know this, but but a boot is a trunk. The boot is the trunk of your car. So that's, pardon, that's yes. no, not at all. That's uh, just one of those things. I, I, clearly, you didn't stop people at the side of the road and inspect their cars for cleanliness. How did you carry the actual workout? We had some volunteers who were very happy to donate their car to the study uh, with an interest to see what the results were. 
Um, so the individuals all got uh, the results back for their own vehicle, but we didn't communicate the results from other vehicles to other people's, uh, you know, to other people. So um, if people only found out about their own car, but uh, there were uh, a, a large amount of very interested people to participate in this study. And of course, we were very willing to oblige because the more people you, you, you have, you know, the, the, the greater the data set, which is really helpful. Um, we also had some people um, that, that have children, others that don't have children, some with um, pets, for example, dogs that they that travel in the boot of, of their car. Um, and so we were looking at a variety of different scenarios to see the common themes were that that we would fight and as i say you know the the bacteria aca in the boot and on the driver's seat that was across all cars i mean you may expect that if you had animals that traveled in the boot of your car in the trunk um but you know i think even if we we just have if we don't have pets have just children for example we're perhaps putting push chairs that have been rolling around the you know the streets and possibly through goodness knows what into the boot of the car and that could be the route of introduction of these microbes and also you know we go out for a nice hike and we take our muddy boots off and we put them in the in the boot of the car in the trunk to you know when we travel home and so that's a a route of of, of these of these enterobacteriaceae these gut bacteria getting into the boot of the car right. but it wasn't just fecal coliforms that we found um the gear stick of the car and we we tested both manual and automatic vehicles and the gear stick uh, on all of the cars had a really interesting bacterium which is called staphylococcus aureus and this is a bacteria that we would normally expect to find in our noses and you know obviously there's a there's a potential reason why the gear stick has staph aureus on it we cough and sneeze in the car and we touch the gear stick etc and again you know perhaps this isn't such a concern to you but it is something that you probably want to think about before you you go and you know you go and eat food and you go and drink in in the car and think about cleaning your hands um before you before you do that because obviously it's, you don't really particularly want to ingest bacteria beyond you know what what we generally get exposed to in our day-to-day -day lives we don't want to deliberately go out and, and ingest bacteria but staph aureus is a particularly interesting one because it can get very high levels of antibiotic resistance associated with it and you may have heard of mrsa which is otherwise, you know, is a type of superbug that we find in hospitals. It's a real big issue for surgical site infections, etc. And MRSA is staph aureus that we find on the on the gear stick, effectively. Um, so we that one of the outcomes from this has to be that people just need to think a little bit more about the fact that our world's full of bacteria, but our cars are particularly dirty. And uh, obviously, we don't want to intentionally make ourselves ill. So knowing about where those bacteria are, we can think a little bit more conscientiously about how we use our vehicles. And also remember that it's as important to clean the inside of our car as it is to clean the outside of our car. We all get obsessed about the, 
external visual appearance of our vehicle, but pay, pay very little attention to the sort of biological cleanliness of the interior of the car. We, we spend a lot of time caring about the biological safety of the inside of our house, right? We disinfect things, we bleach the toilet, we clean the sinks, etc. But we don't do the same in our vehicles. And we spend a huge amount of time in our vehicles. So I think if this study shows anything, it's that we just need to pay a little bit more attention to the cleanliness of the inside of our car. And also just remember where those really heavily contaminated parts of the car are and just try and, try and avoid bringing those bugs into the home or ingesting those bugs knowingly. I'm back with Dr. Jonathan Cox, a senior lecturer with Aston University's School of Biosciences in Birmingham, England. We're talking about a study that he was lead on about the cleanliness or lack thereof of the interior of the average car. And we were talking about some of the dirty areas, including uh, the trunk, obviously, and uh, and the gear stick, amongst other things. Um, but I was curious as well. Were you surprised at what you found? I mean, I, I would imagine you always go out with a certain idea of what you might might expect to find, but the results can sometimes be actually a bit surprising. What was that in this case? Yeah, I think there were two really surprising factors. Um, the, obviously, I went expecting that I will find bacteria there because there's bacteria everywhere. But I was surprised at the level of fecal coliforms that we particularly uh, found on the driver's seat. I thought that was astonishing. And I really didn't think that, that that would be the case in the in the trunk i could have accepted that and understood the reasons why but i'm i'm still um <laughs> still struggling to fully understand why there were such high levels of of fecal coliforms on on all of the driver's seats and um, perhaps i can leave that to your <laughs> listeners imagination to see what they can come up with um one of the other re- the other really surprising outcome of the study was the fact that was was perhaps the, the absence of bacteria in somewhere that you would really normally associate with having a lot of bacteria because it's a high contact area mm. and that's the steering wheel mm-hmm. and in in previous studies very similar to this you know they have found that the steering wheel contains very high levels of bacteria that we would normally expect to find on our skin on our hands and again you know up on up our noses as well But in this study, we didn't find that. And I think that this is a result of COVID-19, of the pandemic, and the impact that that has had on our personal practice. And I think that a lot of people nowadays keep hand sanitizer gel in their car. I I do, myself. And and, uh, I think that's quite a common case. And you get into the car and you disinfect your hands and every so often, probably, your hands go onto the steering wheel still wet with, with you know, uh, antibacterial hand sanitizer. And so I think it's that slight change in practice that is the reason why, for the first time, we didn't find high levels of, of bacteria in that high contact surface. So it's clear that the pandemic has influenced our practice, but clearly not enough because you know our cars are still absolutely filthy and, and, and well dirtier than than the average toilet so we do need to just bear in mind that uh, perhaps giving them a good clean on the inside as well as on the outside once in a while will will only um be beneficial to us put it that way 
I just wanted to give listeners a sense of what you found. So the steering wheel, 146 bacteria identified, which was low. It was, uh, you know, more than less than half of the next one up. The dashboard 317, back seat 323, the gear stick 407, the driver's seat, remarkably 649 bacteria identified on the driver's seat. Of course, the trunk we talked about earlier, the boot. 1425 so by far um, by far the leader perhaps not surprising considering how we use the trunk as you described earlier for putting all all measure of stuff in uh, but you did mention something interesting earlier and that was just to be aware of how we without as many carrier bags we have the same thing here now fewer plastic bags obviously that we are putting more loose food in areas such as the trunk of the car and, and why we may want to uh, and you mentioned this uh, why we may want to um, be careful with that food once we bring it into the house yeah, I mean, I think if we've got loose fruit and vegetables rolling around in the boot of the car, that is potential a potential route of introducing those fecal coliforms into our kitchen. And that's not something that we would necessarily want to do. So it is a good idea if you do have any loose fruit and veg in the boot, in the trunk or, you know, that, that could possibly have come into contact with the trunk, that, that you give them a, a good wash before you use them in the kitchen um, uh, and be aware of that i think this this study is not intended to alarm people at the end of the day we're not all getting sick from our car all the time that's quite clear you know every time i drive to work i don't i don't end up ill but prevention is better than cure and so knowing where those bacteria rich areas within our car are may just influence our practice enough that you know we 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 prevent ourselves from the potential of getting sick in the future um and and that is at the end of the day just really really important because if we if we don't make ourselves ill we don't end up needing treatment okay prevention is better than cure we don't need treatment and we can perhaps consume less antibiotics around the world because we're getting we're not getting infections as frequently. And as a result, you know, we, we reduce the amount of antibiotic resistance there is out there. I'm not saying all of this can just come from this study on the cars, but it's, it's a start. Just thinking about the bacteria that are in our environment and just trying, trying to be sensible about the way in which we use um, our environment and to prevent ourselves from getting ill in the first place. Washing our hands before we eat and drink is the cornerstone to that and i recognize that that's not always easy in the car environment but thinking about perhaps you know disinfecting those hands before you eat and drink and thinking about um what could be dirty in the car washing the 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 items that have been rolling around in the trunk those are the ways that we can break the chain of infection and and stop ourselves from getting sick in the first place it's odd that the interior of one's car isn't often thought of like the interior of one's house, considering they're quite, they're almost an extension of each other. And yet, as you found out, we're probably keeping the interiors of our car. And these are, there are notable exceptions. I, of course, no people keep the interior of their cars spotless, as far as I can tell. Um, maybe not bacterialist, but certainly spotless. Um, you must and that, have, that's yeah. a really important point, actually, there, Ben, that you, you've just raised. You know, visibly spotless and biologically spotless are two very different things you know they, some of the cars that we we tested in this study were immaculate to you know they the, visibly they were vacuumed there wasn't a speck of dirt in them but they were used cars and and that was enough you know they, they these the bacteria will build up even if you 
if you vacuum out the car regularly, it, it that's not reducing the amount of bacteria that's present. So, you know, it's a, I think, once in a while, getting the, the upholstery shampooed in the car, for example, certainly before I buy a new car, I'll be getting the upholstery shampooed, shampooed or steam cleaned before, uh, before I drive away in it, I think. I was going to say, you must have, uh, it's only natural, even as a scientist, you must have gone out and checked out your own car when this was all said and done, or maybe you did so beforehand. But what, what, how did you proceed with, uh, with your own vehicle once you'd learned what you'd learned? Well, we, we, um, we did include our vehicles in the study. Of course uh, you did. I, I <laughs> yeah. have dogs, I have children. And so we thought that, uh, that our cars would be uh, top of the hit list in terms of uh, in terms of the the bacterial load, but um, we were pleasantly surprised to see that we were actually rather middle of the range. But nevertheless, it it, it is enough to uh, incentivize us to actually to 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 get the cars cleaned inside a lot more frequently than we do you know <laughs> than we do currently, um, and particularly with children where hands go everywhere and they touch everything and you know want to it. it it, it, it is important that we do what we can to break the chain of infection and prevent prevent the possibility of, of illness in the future. Certainly fascinating to figure out uh, what level of bacteria exists in the interior of your car. Thanks so much, Dr. Jonathan Cox, for taking the time tonight to explain your study with us. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.